Welcome to another edition of the Seed Time Money Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Lodick. Hope you're doing really good today. I'm excited today because we're talking about some lessons that Linda and I learned from Chip and Joanna Gaines of Fixer Upper Fame. And they have their hands in many, many things these days. And I just heard, Linda just told me the other day that they are opening a hotel or something. So that should be fun. We have both been just really fascinated by their journey and have learned a whole lot from them. Even though we haven't met them yet, hopefully someday, we've just been able to learn a lot from them. And that's what we're talking about in this podcast episode. So without any further ado, let's get to it. All right, so here we are here in we the are. new office. Pink couch. Pink couch sessions. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about five or six, depending on what we land yes. on, lessons that we've learned from Chip and JoJo that just had a big impact on our life. Mm-hmm. We started watching Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper first season, right? Probably. We were like on the cutting edge. Yeah. So, um, well, and we got to go to. Uh, Magnolia a couple of times. Yeah. I got to stay at the Magnolia house, which was awesome. And it it was a really great experience, but it was just more than that. It wasn't just like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. What did you learn about it? felt it? really... What did you learn from them just by staying there? Well, the first thing I learned was there was an atmosphere that was made it easy to pray. Mm-hmm. It was like you could sense the presence of God there which I think sets the tone for the rest of what they have done, which is just make everything extremely beautiful. But the biggest thing to me was that I was there and I was thinking, man, it, you can just sense the presence of and God And that's here. with... so impactful. You were there with like 10 other girls, right? Yeah. I, well, and I'm talking about going to like their property, the Magnolia silos, silos and the, yeah. Um, yeah. the bakery and all that stuff, that little property, which is amazing. And if you get the opportunity to go, you should definitely go. But um, I even got the opportunity to stay at the house um, because a friend of mine ended up renting it. And, it, you know, it was a fun little story. But anyway, she rented it. And I woke up early in the morning and I was kind of like, what do I do now? And I was like, I guess I'll just, you know, spend some time praying because nobody else was awake. And it was like life changing yeah. time there. Yeah. It was just the groundwork was laid. It was just easy. Yeah, that's so to just cool. Just dive in. All right, well, let's get to the list. So okay. first thing on the list is that um, their obedience to God has just been, I don't know, really cool to watch. Yeah. You know, they were at the height of the show with Fixer Upper and they quit the show. Right. And everybody was saying that you're insane for doing this. Like no one quits at the top. You wait till you're on your way down and then you bail out. And Chip commented on that a little bit and I want to read this. Despite the fact this is extremely risky and maybe even a bit irresponsible, we feel like it's going to be the right decision for our family moving forward. We've prayed about it and we've thought about it, Chip says. It did not come lightly. Obviously, we've got this beautiful business here in Waco and people come from all over to visit our store here. And in the big picture, it's a risky play. And he said, people are like, you're crazy. Be crazy to leave this thing at the height of it. Give it another year. Let it run out of gas. And he says, and we kind of laugh and we're like, you know what? That's not who we are. I just like that because that's that's what I want to be when I grow up, you know, just obeying God in the face of everything and it, when it just doesn't make any sense. But when you're just like, this is what I'm supposed to do and I'm just going to do yeah, it. Yeah. Well, not only that, like we have had some taste of that with the uh, sabbatical mm-hmm. year and some things yeah. like that. But I think what's different about them is there's a lot of people who have a lot of natural earthly wisdom and maybe even some spiritual wisdom that are saying this is a bad idea. Yeah. And they're like, 
this is what we feel like we're supposed to do and we're doing it and they stuck to their guns and they just yeah. went for it. And yeah. that is just, that's impressive. Yeah, I love that. Oh, and next on the list is that they prioritize marriage and family, which is like crazy to think about. You know, mm -hmm. with everything they have going on, it just seems like it would be so easy to let those priorities get out of whack. What are they, like five kids or something now? Yeah, I you think know? so. I mean, just millions of things going on in their lives. And yet it's so evident, you know, and obviously no one knows other than their family. But from the outside looking in, it really appears like they prioritize their marriage and their family really high yeah. Second to God. And it again. appears not only just their immediate family, like them and their kids, but also their extended family seems to be really involved mm -hmm. in their lives. Yeah. I mean, we, we ran into what, a couple different people who were part of their family in one way or another or really close friends yeah. when we were at Magnolia. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's a family business. They bring business. a whole bunch of people in, which is really cool. Which I also think is really good for kind of keeping them in check and keeping their heads the size that it should be, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I yeah. would imagine that if you have your mother around going, okay, let's just take it down a notch. Yeah. It really just brings you back down to reality instead of what could happen for them with the amount of fame and how mm -hmm. quickly it came to just become unreasonable. Everybody being yes men around yeah. you. Yeah. Whatever you want, we're going to bow down. And, yeah. So, yeah, that's really wise. Yeah. Um, another thing I love about them is that mediocrity isn't in their vocabulary. It's true. I was just talking to a friend yesterday about this, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but basically glorified hotel resort in thing that's here in Tennessee and just the level of excellence with which they do things. It's, it, it almost wants to bring, you know, makes you bring tears to your eyes. It's just so good. And that's just how God does things. He does things with excellence, and I think it honors him when we strive to do things with excellence. Mm -hmm. They just embody that. Right. That was another thing. When we were at the silos, just walking around there, there's something about it. There's a level yeah. where they've taken it up, and it's not about spending as much money as possible. It's not about that. It's just about doing things with excellence, and it's a different thing because right. you can throw tons of money at a thing and it not be excellent. Yeah. For instance, the bathrooms were nice, mm -hmm. and there are thousands and thousands probably tens of thousands of people there you know what i mean it's like they were there wasn't trash all over the floor they weren't disgusting it wasn't like one of those you know we've all been to those places those bathrooms where you walk in and you're like oh man you really need to work on these bathrooms but it was like everything was taken care of the people were friendly it was way beyond the idea of spending a ton of money to make something yeah, nice yeah, yeah all right another thing i like and this is something I picked up from the book, Chip's book. They call people up to be their best and to operate at their best. And this is, I think, part of the excellence thing, but they're drawing excellence out of their employees. Mm -hmm. Which I think is a different thing than demanding. Yeah, absolutely. Best. Yeah. Like pulling it out of people instead of just demanding that people do things a certain way or do them to a certain level of excellence. It's more just calling them up into who God created them to be. Yeah. Yeah. And if you read Chip's book, which I do recommend, it's it's a good book. It's a good read. It's enjoyable because it's Chip. We, we listen to it and he reads it yeah. on the audiobook, and yeah. it is really fun. But then on top of that, like he really does have a lot of good wisdom and insight. Um, yeah. And I, it was just good. Picked up a lot of things. But anyway, one of the things that became really apparent in listening to it is that he does this. He calls his employees up. To an uncomfortable level sometimes. Um, some of the things that he had employees doing like on their first day, I'm like, oh my gosh. I, 
That would be scary, you know, but he sees what they're capable of and he pulls them up. And he's not angry when they make yeah. a mistake. Yeah, and that was that's another thing that's really nice because I think you see that a lot with bosses who might have these really high expectations and then get really frustrated if you don't meet them. Whereas he, I mean, you know, based on the book and what we read, it, it appears that that's not how he handles things and that he's okay that mistakes are made but he wants you to continue to grow and to move forward, which is beneficial for the employee. And I just really like that. Yeah, it is beneficial for the individual, like their person. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It creates uh, who they're meant to be, who they're called to be, and who, Mm -hmm. you know, what God has for them in life, rather than putting shame or guilt on someone who can't skyrocket to whatever you want them to be immediately. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and the last one, um, I think we'll make this the last one, okay. is that, and this, I think we all know about Chip, but um, maintaining a positive attitude, like, throughout <laughs> everything. And if you know much of their story, like, they've been through some stuff. Right. It's not like all roses. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The amount of debt and stuff that they took on and they yeah. kind of came back to get them at certain points of time. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there's tons that we have no idea about. But right. Chip said, I'm a firm believer that the only thing I can, can control on a daily basis is my attitude. Yeah. And again, if you read the book, like you'll see this guy just has some insane level of, I don't want to just call it optimism because I think it really is birthed out of like a faith and trust in God, that God mm-hmm. is going to work, Romans 8, 28, work all things together for his good. And one of the things that happened was he, I think there were some thieves who stole something from him like some young boys or something like that because he had given something and basically he concluded that i don't care that someone steals from me i'm not going to draw a conclusion about making this kind of decision and never do that again because someone stole from me one time like i'm going to continue to choose to be optimistic that people aren't going to do that i'm going to choose to see the best in people mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah, brother. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Chip. Breach. Yeah, so I recommend the book. Check it out. We'll have a little link to it down in the description below. And if you enjoyed this, we'd love to say hi to you. So if you're on Instagram, go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or any other of our episodes you've really enjoyed and tag us so we can find out from you when we say hi and just hang out a little bit on Instagram. So that is all for today. Be blessed, be a blessing, and we'll see you soon.